Hello friends, it's Sean here. It is Wednesday. It's the middle of the week, the 6th of December. And as we head toward Christmas, did you know today is actually St. Nicholas Day? No, this is not St. Nick Santa, but this is the St. Nicholas who died on this day, but he was born in 270 AD in Turkey. And he is the generous saint who sold all his things and gave it to the poor. And he inspired the modern story of Santa Claus. In fact, one of the the greatest known stories about St. Nicholas is there was a poor father whose three daughters were hoping to get married, but he had no money for a dowry. And each night they used to take off their shoes and put them by the fire to dry out. And the story, the legend goes that as the, the three daughters put their shoes beside the fire, he made gold appear in these shoes so that the father would have a dowry to pay each of the prospective husbands so that they would increase their chance of marriage. And so people who do celebrate St. Nicholas Day, they put little treats in people's shoes. So (laughs) if you'd like to, that is something you could do today. Put some treats in people's shoes in a way that they won't stand on them and then get chocolate-soaked socks at some point during the day and curse St. Nicholas's memory. Although they probably won't have a clue what's going on. So St. Nick's Day, isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? What else is cool is that we continue to read through the book of Isaiah and we are reading the next chapter in the series of chapters where God is giving his people instructions as they have returned to the promised land and are trying to work out how do we live as God's people. And today he is saying, don't follow the injustices happening around you. Repent of your sin because God is renewing his covenant and restoring his land. So without any further ado, let us read together Isaiah chapter 59. Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear your call. It's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. Your hands are the hands of murderers, and your fingers are filthy with sin. Your lips are full of lies, and your mouth spews corruption. No one cares about being fair and honest. The people's lawsuits are based on lies. They conceive evil deeds and then give birth to sin. They hatch deadly snakes and weave spiders' webs. Whoever eats their eggs will die. Whoever cracks them will hatch a viper. Their webs can't be made into clothing, and nothing they do is productive. All their activity is filled with sin, and violence is their trademark. Their feet run to do evil, and they rush to commit murder. They think only about sinning. Misery and destruction always follow them. They don't know where to find peace or what it means to be just and good. They have mapped out crooked roads and no one who follows them knows a moment's peace. So there is no justice among us and we know nothing about living right. We look for light but find only darkness. We look for bright skies but walk in gloom. We grope like the blind along a wall, feeling our way like people without eyes. Even at brightest noontime we stumble as though it were dark. Among the living we are like the dead. 
We growl like hungry bears. We moan like mournful doves. We look for justice, but it never comes. We look for rescue, but it is far away from us. For our sins are piled up before God and testify against us. Yes, we know what sinners we are. We know we have rebelled and have denied the Lord. We have turned our backs on our God. We know how unfair and oppressive we have been, carefully planning our deceitful lies. Our courts oppose the righteous, and justice is nowhere to be found. Truth stumbles in the streets, and honesty has been outlawed. Yes, truth is gone, and anyone who renounces evil is attacked. The Lord looked and was displeased to find there was no justice. He was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. So he himself stepped in to save them with his strong arm, and his justice sustained him. He put on righteousness as his body armor and placed the helmet of salvation on his head. He clothed himself with the robe of vengeance and wrapped himself in a cloak of divine passion. He will repay his enemies for their evil deeds. His fury will fall on his foes. He will pay them back even to the ends of the earth. In the West, people will respect the name of the Lord. In the East, they will glorify him. For he will come like a raging flood tide, driven by the breath of the Lord. The Redeemer will come to Jerusalem to buy back those in Israel who have turned from their sins, says the Lord. And this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit will not leave them, and neither will these words I have given you. They will be on your lips and on the lips of your children and your children's children forever. I, the Lord, have spoken. You have a different criteria, Lord, for the way that you judge the world and us. We can think we're so clever organizing things to benefit ourselves but here you talk about this self-seeking behavior like we are stumbling around with our eyes blinded in the noonday sun the true light is your light of compassion and justice where those who get a rough deal are supported and those whose voices can't be heard are honoured and listened to. Help us be the agent of your noonday sun and help us not follow the lead of the world around us, looking after our own interests, groping around in the dark. You are a kind, loving and just God. Shape us to be more and more like you and start that work, continue that work, Right now in our hearts, we pray. And all of this we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen.